0: The past six months have been hard on many college students. Just ask one, or open TikTok, or browse Twitter. Each college is working to adapt to the new learning environment that COVID-19 has introduced to them. Some are making it work, but some are finding it hard to keep this unwanted visitor off their campus. This is The Ecosystem. I'm Ryan Hewling. In today's story, you're going to hear the voices of many students and one faculty member, all from different institutions across the Midwest. I'll let them introduce themselves.
1: Dan Stephens. I work for Carleton College in Northfield, Minnesota, and my title is the Director of Systems and Infrastructure.
2: Uh, I'm Jared Cannell. I'm a history major at South Coast State University.
3: Yeah, um Christine Steffes. I am an international business major, and I go to Davenport University.
4: Uh, my name is Kevin Kuska. I'm a musical theater major at Millican University.
3: Sure. Uh, my name is Anya Hulsiveth.
5: I'm double majoring in international business and Chinese, and my school is University of Eau Claire, Wisconsin.
6: Hi, I'm Anna Knowles. I go to Inver Hills Community
7: College. I'm studying art history. I'm Devin Nathaniel-Seltzer. I am an audio production and and engineering major at the Institute of Production and Recording in Minneapolis.
0: If you're on a college campus, I'm sure you've become familiar with the COVID-19 guidelines. We have less students on campus, so that's one change.
3: A lot of it has gotten moved online. Personally, all my classes now have been moved to online able to move
6: like 90 percent of its classes to online.
3: But majority of students are doing
6: real-time virtual, which means you're doing like Zoom calls or like through Blackboard
2: Collaborate. There are certain tables at cafeterias that aren't available in order to keep distance. If you sit down, say, at a table in the library, you have to flip a sign to show them that someone has sat there so they can clean it off. Well, I'm
6: a student mentor, so I've been talking to a lot of students. And majority of them have not been on campus.
7: They have hand sanitizer stations all throughout the building.
3: Not even just the athletes, but everyone on campus had to get tested to come in and, you know, get into your NC classes, to come to practice, come to the student center and whatnot.
4: When we were brought back to campus, we were told that we were on a mandatory two-week full-campus quarantine with limited interactions in-person.
1: Some of my staff is now hybrid, whereas before they were all the time working from home. So anybody who's on campus is required to do a health check-in every day. And it's an online thing, and it's only two questions, but it's a constant reminder.
3: They also make us do daily logs of who you've been with. I don't know if that's just athletes, but I know that we have to log who we've been with for each day.
7: They they just try to make it as sanitary as possible and reduce the number of people.
3: And before then, we have to get our temperature taken.
1: Anybody that is going to be on campus, including students, is required to take a um, COVID-19 test.
2: If you're outside of your dorm room and if you're inside any sort of building, you need to be wearing your mask. Uh, it's a requirement.
0: That's a lot. It's a lot for students to handle. It's a lot for colleges to handle. But it seems in a lot of places, colleges and students are handling it well. I mean, just Google any college plus COVID dashboard and you'll see how well some of these colleges are handling it.
1: Yeah, we, have, we actually do have a, a, a public dashboard that can be checked in on. Um, it was surprising. We were expecting, or we told to expect, and we're not doctors, but we were told to expect somewhere around 5 to 7% positivity on our returning students, I mean, coming from all over the country. Uh We ended up less than 1% positivity on those returns. And we've literally, since we started testing, had a total of 14
2: cases. I think less than 50. Everyone that works there is safe.
7: I, I, I haven't heard of a single case at my school
3: Um um, from what I've heard, a lot of students have been
6: complying with rules. Most people um, are they are very considerate of so
2: I feel comfortable for sure. I've seen a lot of students calling each other out for, you know, having a mask off while they're talking with someone or just having it off when they're uh, not playing.
1: We haven't had any of those incidents here, and one of the things I'm pretty proud of our students is we don't require masks outside in social distancing situations. But i walked down for i walked downtown for lunch today, and there wasn't a single student actually there wasn't a single person on campus that I saw on the camp- within the campus environment outside without a mask on so
7: I think for the most part it's been uh pretty smooth sailing in terms of people complying with the rules and not a lot of push pushback about having to wear masks and stuff. you know a couple of the older instructors have um expressed distaste for uh, having to do some of that. But, you know, they're still following the rules, and, and I haven't really
1: heard it from any of the students personally. Kids are taken seriously, which I'm happy
3: for.
2: So on my end, I've uh, I've seen some pretty pretty good rule following.
3: Um, I feel good, honestly, because my only time coming to campus is really just for practice.
7: To the best of my knowledge, I think the students have mostly been receptive to it.
1: Um Overall, I think we've done a, a really, really good job here.
0: While half of the equation to keep cases down is student accountability, the other half of that is how well schools are enforcing these rules.
2: It's enforced, but it's not. You know, they're not hitting kids with rulers. If they're, they just, they just warn you and put up the reminders.
3: There are pretty hard repercussions, um, or as I'm told, if we don't follow the rules. So as an athlete, like we don't wanna be suspended from practice. We don't wanna, you know, we want our seasons to come back. So we don't want to not follow the rules and not have that happen.
6: Everything is really clear. They have a whole new tab on their website about COVID alerts and like where to find health screening and other things that students might need because of COVID. So it's like, they're parents and wanting to help their students. So I feel comfortable Being online and, like, if I need something on campus, like, if I need to pick up a laptop or if I need to go pick up a book, I'm able to.
7: My first uh, in-person class this most recent semester or quarter or whatever that I went in for, I was, like, my fears were assuaged. I was um, very... uh, I was very assured by the measures that
2: they had in place and how seriously students were taking it. Uh, Most of these rules are pretty strictly uh, enforced. You can't really get away with not wearing the mask or uh, not uh, doing the distancing. Uh, And fortunately, most everyone on campus has kind of gotten with the program.
3: So a lot like when a girl on my team got tested positive about two weeks ago, so I'm ending my quarantine today. They put everyone in teams in the quarantine, everyone on the team in the quarantine, just because we're all so close together during practice and whatnot. And then she got her results back late at night. And we got an email at like 2 a.m. that night saying that a student has been positive.
2: I haven't been like, I'm concerned, obviously, and I'm taking every precaution. But, you know, with everybody mostly following the rules and, you know, with the staff being pretty diligent about. Anything's off making sure there's hand sanitizer and I always see the students use the hand sanitizer before they go in somewhere uh, you know with all the wipes the school's been pretty diligent about keeping safe so I'm at a healthy level of concern but it's not you know it's I'm not paranoid so they're very quick to let
3: the commu- the school community know that there is another positive test they um...
2: there's nothing unreasonable. That they're asking us to do.
0: What I picked up from a lot of colleges was students are being accountable. They're being accountable for their actions, knowing what they should and shouldn't do. They know how to keep the numbers down. At some other schools, the story is a little different. Overall, it's very gloomy around campus. There's not many
4: things that students are able to participate in that can bring them any any type of joy or happiness. So the overall consensus is that students are not happy right now. We have to go off campus to get a test, which is also deterring a lot of students from even getting one. Um, we had a spike in cases about two weeks ago, and since then they've declined, and we have still been able to maintain doing uh, hybrid classes where some of us go in person like on Tuesday and then we zoom in on Thursday and then the other half does the opposite. So overall our classes um, depending on your major have had in-person options but the whole environment on campus has been changed drastically because we have been told you know any social gatherings any parties that they hear about um, those students will be suspended and have conversations with the staff. So I have had several of my friends who have either, like, left and gone home or they're talking about dropping out just because they don't feel well supported in their classes. As for students accepting the policies, I think it's going really well on campus. Um, You don't really ever see students without masks on, like, walking across campus or going to classes or anything like that. Um, The main thing that I know a lot of us are concerned about are when groups of students go to eat lunch because when you're eating, you're allowed to take your mask off but you're supposed to try to maintain distance, but there's still large groups of students just sitting around one small table with their masks off and it kind of defeats the purpose of distancing when they're not distancing. So there are some students um, who are trying to play as if they're like faculty and like, you know, enforcing these types of rules, but it's causing different issues that I don't think the campus, you know, foresaw happening. When I tested positive, I called the school that night as I drove home to let them know and then to follow, um, follow up with any steps that had to be taken. And two days later, after I'd been home for two nights, they called me, like, to check in, like, what are your symptoms like? How are you feeling? Blah, 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 blah. And it was at that point that they let me know that they had not reached out to my close contact yet and told them that they were exposed, which I had personally done because I just felt like it was right for them to know the second that I knew, but the campus claims to be doing aggressive contact tracing. That's the word they've been pushing on us this whole time is that their contact tracing is aggressive and they're attacking, attacking all coronavirus standards with this aggressive format, but the fact was that they still had not contacted my close contacts two days after
7: I had left. Um, from personal experience, some of the online classes has not translated all too well to be online. It's difficult to not sound like I'm just a whiny student who doesn't want to work, but, like, um, it's vastly different to be trying to do the same types of assignments online as it is, like, in a traditional classroom, and I feel like Some of the assignments without having um, an instructor physically there with you to, like, show you what is expected from the assignment can be difficult to actually fulfill what the requirements are.
5: Well, there's a difference between not wearing your mask when you're walking with a group versus not wearing it when you're, like, sitting and eating. So there are people that aren't wearing a mask, but they're like sitting down on the grass and they're eating. And that's obviously, you know, that's fine because what can you do when you're eating? But people that are just walking on the sidewalk, like to maybe their in-person class or they're walking to the cafeteria as well, they only put their face mask on when they enter the building because they know that they'll get yelled at or something. If they don't, there's tons more people who wear it not over their nose and they think that it's like the right way to wear it my roommate and i had like um uh, an exposure scare my roommate and i are so careful that it's just like ridiculous that it would happen to us when we're being so careful when like other people aren't doing anything so just if everybody wore the mask like they were supposed to then it would like fix so many problems. The first weekend we were here was Labor Day weekend. And after the weekend happened, they sent out an email that said 230 something kids were exposed over the weekend. So (laughs) they think that because they're not on campus anymore, they don't have to worry about it. And then they go places during the weekend and then they come back and then everyone else that they're around when they come back, it's exposed and then it just spreads like wildfire. So People are being irresponsible on the weekends. I haven't gotten some of my uh, books yet for some of my classes because the bookstore has been such a hot spot for COVID that I'm, like, scared to go there. It's not like they can post employees just in places randomly outside to, like, tell people to put their mask on. It's more of, like, just getting the community to hold each other accountable. Like, I don't think I've heard anybody Correct anyone about wearing your mask except for the couple times that my roommate and I have did it. I don't think I've heard anyone else be like, Hey, over your nose, please, or like, um, Hey, wear your mask next time. My school just sent out an email that says if you aren't wearing your mask, even when you're just outside, that you could be suspended. I don't know why they didn't do that in the first place, but they just sent that out a couple of days ago. So they have like a COVID hotline that you're supposed to call, but the. It's only available for a couple hours on like specific days and then you have to leave a message and they might not get back to you within a couple days and then you might go to the cafeteria because you think you're in the clear and then they schedule you, you get tested, and turns out you aren't. So then it's like, well, all the places I went before I got my results back, uh-oh. So if you schedule a test, whether... Like it's negative or positive, if you schedule one, then they they're like, "Oh, you've had exposure, so they put you into the uh dorm hall on lower campus that's been set aside for quarantine, but it's always full. There are people that are you know like testing positive that aren't able to move into that dorm, so then they're like in their room, and then their roommate's there, so then their roommate gets it, and then. It's just a big mess. One of our friends who thought he had exposure was put in there and then he got his test back the next day that says he was negative, but then because he scheduled the test, they made him stay there for two weeks. So then the room that he was in that could have been given to someone who was actually positive was not available. Plus they cut everyone in quarantine loose out of the dorm because for some reason, They, like, sent out an email that said that they had to release everyone from the quarantine dorm because they were complaining that it wasn't actually housing. So the campus was like, well, we can't hold the students here because then it's not a dorm hall anymore. Then it's more of like a, like, prison, (laughs) kind of. So everyone was released, and now it's like if you want to be quarantined here, you can apply for a room or like, say you want to move there for two weeks to get quarantined, but now they're not forcing positive people to go there anymore, so it's like, well then, what's the point?
0: It's not all pretty on every single college campus across the United States. Not every campus is blessed with a 0.1% positivity rate. It's tough. It's tough now, and it sounds like it could be even tougher in the future.
1: If you don't know, Carleton, Carleton is a smaller school. We have about two thousand, a little over two thousand, uh, in the student body enrollment. A lot of our revenue and uh, experience is derived from the on-campus experience. So, so I don't know people's faces, and, and uh, getting to you know work with people closer is is a is a valuable, at least the people that have been here a long time, a valuable part of how Carleton does business. Uh, we had not had until right before. Uh, the COVID lockdown began, we did not have a work from home policy. Uh, people were required to come to campus all the time. So it was a it was a huge shift for us to get to a well pretty much nobody's coming into campus anymore. Um, um I we lose we lose value with, with doing online learning, there's no doubt about it. Well it's 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 murky. I, and I think any residential campus is going to have that answer.
3: I mean it makes me really nervous, I'm not gonna lie, because a lot of students come here because they're athletes. Um, so it makes me kind of nervous whether students will stay because if we don't have a season, you know, I'm not sure. So it makes me very nervous
4: because what we're doing right now is, you know, the normal for right now, but nobody will tell you that it feels normal.
3: A
1: uh, university like Carleton that's a, a residential college and is really known for its, its instructional quality, uh face to face instructional quality. The the we have we've always had online learning here. We've we've had we've got the tools and but we've never relied on them for our instructional delivery before completely, um, which we had to do this spring. Um even our even our uh some of our students that were foreign students that uh couldn't go back home uh, that were still on campus were learning online. So we, we went completely online. And so I think I don't think Carleton can sustain an online presence. There are people that do it better than us. It's, 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 there's no argument there.
7: I worry about um, how effectively they are going to be able to pull in new students and retain students. It's kind of hard to start a program like the ones that they have at IPR when you're not able to actually do the work and, and learn. The material because it's very hands-on and very nuanced kind of stuff you're learning that really does not make sense if you're not like staring at the board and like physically moving some of the, the stuff. Like I think ITR is probably going to struggle a bit to
1: have the same level of attendance um at school. The longer term, if we can't get over this hump and get it under control, I think that. I think the face of higher ed is going to change, and I don't know how. I haven't, I haven't been here long enough, but I know that's probably the biggest fear everybody has as far as fact is there is this looming threat that our business is going to change and in business of higher ed, right? Our business is going to change and we might have to lay some people off. We have not done that to this point. Um, or we might have to change, you know, some of the courses we offer because we, we can't do them effectively online.
4: I mean, kind of just a message to students. I any, mean, like, college students that listen to this is you know live your life have fun but be safe while doing it because there's a difference between sitting at home and being safe and not doing anything find ways to release go to a park go play a kickball game bring a volleyball you know something that you don't have to touch each other stuff like that but don't let don't let the virus hurt your mental state
7: more than it has to.
1: You guys, you students, are the ones that really can make or break the protocol.
0: It's now November. The 2020 fall semester is just about over. Many of these schools' case numbers have been staying the same. You can go check on all their dashboards. But the virus is still at large. All these rules are still in effect at all these schools. But even with COVID-19 visiting all our campuses, it's nice to hear that some schools are tackling it headfirst, mask up. Today's story was produced and edited by me, Ryan Hewley. Our music comes from Mixkit.com, titled Sleepy Cat. Thanks for joining me today. Stay safe.